piggyback off of what my mother said you know that old generation of you don't share that in public you don't say that in public you know I always tell my mother take a look at those same family members who shamed you for having a child early who shamed you for or, or who's gonna have some backlash about you speaking their truth look at their lives with all of their secrets yeah. And all like that, you internalize that stuff, and it like they're living in misery because they haven't spoken their truth. That they, they're not free. Right. You know, I had a family member to question me about my divorce. Well, why did you divorce? Because he seemed like a nice guy. He seemed you were looking from the outside yeah, on the inside. Mm-hmm. I'm not with that old generation that you stay married just because you got married. Pride, no. Pride. Yeah. pride. You're going to stay in a miserable marriage because of pride. Like, no, don't let, don't let people. I had family members trying to guilt me into staying married because of pride. All these people came to your wedding. So, All these people ain't gotta live right. my life in this unhappiness, and like the I, it was a, some song James Fortune said because you brought up James Fortune. He's just like, "It's my story." Mm-hmm. Yes. Let me whatever no, testimony. Uh, yeah, it's my it's my story. It's right. my testimony. And although you may have been connected, and which is mm-hmm. why I also reached out to my mom. I said, "Ma, you know, as I'm um, redirecting the podcast." I'm talking more about my journey and my my story. And so it's going to kind of, I wanted to know your comfortability level yes. on what I could talk about. Right. And I reached out because that's my mom, you know, right. and I still care about how she feels. But like my mom says, like, uh, everybody's not going to be on board. Right. But my testimony and my story and her story and her testimony, my sister's testimony and her story we all have different perspectives. We have mm-hmm. we all have different um outlooks on what we went through right. in different times. And they may not seem the same because we don't know what each other was thinking or feeling at the same and, time. And we're all we we're, all have different ways that we handle situations. Exactly. And we were all in different stages of our lives. Like how uh Keila describes how she has, you know, a tough time forgiven our dad but because i went through so many trials and tribulations with you know letting go and letting god with forgiveness of my mom you know it was easier for me yeah because right. Kile was a lot younger and i i've matured so much that you know somebody described me a couple of months ago uh we were playing a game and they had to describe me with one word. And they said nonchalant. And I laughed <laughs> because it was funny to me because anybody that knew me in the past, mm-hmm. that definitely wasn't the case. But somebody could say something to me or do something to me right now, 
that they deserve to get punched in the face for. And I'm just like, okay, okay, whatever. Like it does not, it genuinely does not phase me anymore. Cause I'm like, at the end of the day, yeah. <laughs> as long as you're not putting your hands on right. me, yeah. I honestly don't care. Don't, don't care. care. Right. I honestly don't care. And I think I have come too far to let you yeah. drag me back. So when they describe me in nonchalant, I kind of laughed. But then that's also when I reflected back and was like, I came a long way. I came a long way. Because <laughs> yes. nonchalant. And, and I'm going to tell you, if you describe me to she some came of my way. best friends, like that, I'm gonna tell you right now, some of my best friends will never get a mic at my wedding. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> Kita definitely came a long way. I used to be fearful of people I had beef with, type thing, because she was definitely that protective sister. But also for me, like, Kita's the protector, like, she's gonna snap. I have always been emotional. Like, I've always cried, I've always yes. been like super sad, super like, just I will show you like you hurt me, and that used to blow me. Like it was like one me was like, um, I'm I'm not mad that I'm crying. I'm mad that I'm letting you see me cry because <laughs> I want to be angry, but I'm crying right now. That's me. That's the person I am. But um, I just know that I always tell everybody after I turned thirty and after I had Jackson, like things changed. Like things changed. Like I stopped accepting everything i stopped um carrying other people's burden like right. i started speaking up for myself a little bit more because at first i would just take it like and cry about it later and then everybody else will have to hear about it but mm-hmm. now i i i bite back like i'm like no you know what like all of my literally all of my sisters bite back i'm the only one that don't and so i learned to be like no like you know what? You hurt me. You did this, this, and that. And right. I would tell, I would learn to communicate. And I think that was another thing that was the biggest thing in my marriage, like communication, like telling John, like what was wrong. Not that he hurt me or nothing, but just speaking those feelings, like right. this upset me, and we need to work on this type thing. But back in the day, I would just like take it all in and cry mm-hmm. about it and feel bad about it. And I think I got that from my mom. We yes. talked about that last episode. I get that from my mom. I get fear from my mom. I'm I'm fearful of everything. Even when my sisters be like, Keela, you the scaredy cat. <laughs> I'm definitely like, I don't want no nothing. I don't want no smoke. If I can avoid it, I'm going to avoid it. But I it. want all the smoke. He don't want all the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so my husband discussed that with me one day. He said that I care too much about what other people think. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he said, you have to get past that. People will always have their thoughts. He said, what do you think about yourself? Mm-hmm. That's what matters. But and you know, I had to get, you know, had to accept that and say yes. But you know what, Ma? Um, Because you just said that and that just spoke, that just spoke to me. Because y'all know I do the walking word or whatever. And every day on this walking word, God snatches me up in that same area. Right. And it's always, because I always said that. And I always try to get to, what do I think about myself? Right. But then God was like, no, it's not about what you think about yourself. What it's he what, what he thinks about me. Amen. And so he eliminates my past. Yes. He eliminates my failures. He eliminates, he eliminates my mistakes. And so he makes me this person that he molded me to be. 
And so I forget who I think I'm supposed to be. And that helps me because I'm like, I'm so glad that God sees me for who he sees me to be. And it's also um, unconditional. So it's not what I can do for God. What he can do. What I can do for, you know, what I can do for him, what I can help him do. Because that's how humans think. They're like, mm-hmm. what can I get from Pele? What can she help me to mm-hmm. do? Um, what can she do for me? You know, what can and God's like, no, chill out. Amen. Let me do everything for you. And that hit me and y'all, John been saying plenty of tears. But I'm just like, that's so crazy. Cause all this time. And even with, you know, even with growing this brand and um, doing all this stuff, you know, I thought I was accomplishing stuff. And I was like, well, why why are my followers going up? You know, and I told John, um, God was like, first of all, stop watching the number count. Mm -hmm. He said, it's not about how many followers you got. It's about the impact you're making. Amen. And as soon as I heard that, this was like a month and a half ago. As soon as I heard that, I told John, I started getting inboxes and DMs from from women that I have not met in real life. I just know them on Instagram where they're saying, keep going, keep inspiring us, keep motivating us. I keep watching you. You inspire me every day. And I was just like, me, like, I didn't look at myself like that. But he was just like, it's not about how many people are following you. It's about the impact that you're making. And whatever I'm doing, and that's when I was like, you know, God, just use me into your purpose. And that's when I came up with the living with purpose because it was like, use me in your purpose because mm-hmm. I know whatever I'm doing is not perfect. Right. My podcast ain't perfect. I don't know how to edit this, y'all. FYI. But like I told <laughs> you the last time, like on Facebook, I was like, you know, just because they're not liking and subscribing. Don't mean they're not watching. Yeah. Right. You know, somebody may just be ghost following or ghost listening, but I believe God, even those ones that are watching for the wrong intention, that you touch their heart out of something, out of this message. So nothing that you're doing is in vain. You know, let them ghost watch. Let them. Watch for the wrong intentions because God got a purpose behind everything. Yes. Yeah. Like yes. something in, in one of these podcasts that you're going to say is going to touch their heart and, and maybe turn them around. So it's not about the the followers and the likes because yeah. a lot of people are just in it for followers and likes. Like my sister was saying, you know, I'm building a brand. Um, Everybody close to me know I pick my business up. I put it down. I'm overwhelmed. My business started off on a whim. Yeah. Yes. My business started off as my youngest daughter wanted to learn how to do cakes. Yes. And it started off as a little hobby. And then friends start asking me to do stuff. And my uncle, who was the Joe Jackson Jr., because yes. my mother's Joe Jackson Sr., <laughs> yes. um, he kind of seen what I was doing and he was like, you could really sell these, yeah, you know, and he kind of planted that seed and I kind of started branched off. Then I get overwhelmed and I did it. Then I do it and I don't, but you know, it was just always, I I didn't even know that I had this gift within me. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just like, 
God used my daughter to bring this yep. gift out that I didn't even know I had. I, I didn't know I had that gift. Yes. At all. And she, the, the same thing. And it, because, and it just kind of sprouted it on its sprouted. own. It's it, nothing that I did. I, I legit started. Um, I legit started because I am Jackson. Yes. And I was frustrated. And I was like, I don't want to talk to John no more. I want to talk to other people that understand what I'm going through. And it was just a, it was really just me venting about being a mom. I didn't want, you know, I just wanted people to understand. But people started demanding stuff. Mm -hmm. Was like, um, I brought my sister on. She talked about single motherhood and um, another friend of ours. She talked about blending families. It was just people was just like, keep going, keep going. You're inspiring us. And I was like, oh, we just talking trash. We just drinking and talking <laughs> trash. <laughs> like that's what we want to do. But it became more than that. And then that's when God said, turn it around for good, turn it around for, for purpose. What he meant, what the devil meant for bad, God turns it around for your good. Yeah. And that's the thing that, like you was talking about, I told you earlier, just before we did this interview, how your walking in purpose has blessed me. You know, when I read your post, because I'm like, on um, one of your followers. I love it. <laughs> I get up in the morning and after I do my prayer time with the Lord and thank him, I get on Instagram to see, oh, what can they post today? My main thing is I'm so encouraged because I was like, Lord, I thank God that they found their purpose. I know it's a purpose for me. Mine is encouraging. I love to encourage. My kids will tell you, they be like, people treat you like crap. And you sit up there and be just talking to them and stuff. I love to encourage people. And like Keele was talking about, about how God says, no, what I think about you. And that's why I love Joe Osteen's. I love when they do their um, opening, when he says, I am what the Bible says I am. Yeah. And I used to hear that so much. Then one day I was just driving. And when he said it, it clicked. Mm -hmm. And now I was like, Lord, yes, I am more than a conqueror. I am healed. I am prosperous. This is what the Bible says about, about us. So it just encourages me to see each and every one of y'all just living in y'all purpose. So so speaking of living with purpose, yes. like it, it's just funny how things come around full circle. Right. Because those that follow me on Facebook, a couple of years ago, I think it may be a year or two ago, I think I had put up a post about something uh, like, how do you know what your purpose mm -hmm. in life would? Yeah. And one of my friends had commented and told me to get this book called A Purpose um, Purpose Driven Life. Purpose Driven Life. Yes. Um, and, you know, I always wanted to know what was my purpose. Yeah. And, you know, throughout these past couple of years, like me and my sister, I've always had a heart to speak to the youth or kids yes. that are my age. Like I noticed that my youngest daughter, like she is very compassionate. Yeah. And whenever any of her friends have like a situation or this and that, mm -hmm. like she's always, and I used to get so irritated mm -hmm. and so mad, like, Recovery, why you keep bringing these kids to my house? Why you keep, but it's like God was using me and I didn't even know it. Right. Yep. Like God is using her. There was an instance where one of her friends 
a male friend and you know a lot of parents was like i wouldn't be letting them come to my house where his mom had put him out on the street at three o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and this and that and you know my house was kind of like the the safe haven right. i didn't i didn't fully get it i would get irritated with my daughter like stop bringing these kids home yeah. i'm not their mother <laughs> right. but it's like you know they felt like we can talk to our mom about certain things right she may be mad but she gonna listen yeah and and try to help us um um i even worked at a group home you know that eventually closed down it frustrated me to all ends but i felt like god was using me first like every time i walk away something in my life pulls me right back to that Mm-hmm. Um, so when my sister asked me and my mom to do this podcast, it kind of just came full circle when I was asking that question, what, what is, what is your purpose? And I feel like, you know, as a family and the things that we went to, our purpose is to, you know, share our story to help that next family that's struggling right. to help that yeah. next single mom to help that next mom that's addicted to drugs yes. and think that she'll never get her kids back right. like i feel like and it helps those kids my life to heal purpose you know you yes. can't you know um transparency you know i'm not mm-hmm. i'm not saying that i'm the perfect mom and my kids don't have teenage and young adult issues that's not what i'm saying but what i'm saying is i've learned to take care of home well enough where I feel like I can reach out. Cause yeah. I feel like some of these youth ministers, they're pouring so much into the kids yeah, in the true. church and yeah. the community and their kids are and just like all over the place. I feel like I'm transparent enough where I don't betray that my kids are perfect. Right. Isn't that I've made posts about my youngest daughter and asking Facebook, do y'all go through these same things? Right. This and that. So yeah. I, I feel like at this point, God is tugging on me in every aspect of my life. It always leads me back to being transparent about my own life. And, tra- and transparency wasn't always real. And that's why, that's like, why we, 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 we shared that in the, in the daddy episode where I got so many DMs where a lot of people I grew up with had those same feelings. But we never was able to share those things because mm-hmm. of shame and because of fear. Mm-hmm. And we lied about, well, I know I lied about those things, but we lied about those things and we pretended to be something that we wasn't um, to save face or to mm-hmm. save, to save like us being embarrassed or shamed or fear. Right. Um, but this is real. And I feel like um, this is what God wants us to do. And I, and I look at how many people, you know, um, not to talk bad about it, because it's a great thing how many people praise Jada um, Red Table Talk. And I, I admire her for doing Red, Ta- Red Table Talk. But it's like, um, I share with my sister before, the frustration of being in like these positions where we feel like, oh, this person has like a thousand followers, a million followers. Right. And so their message is going to be heard. And so what's the point of me sharing my message? Right. And so, and Keita told me, Keita was like, no, it's not about that. And um, as I, as we begin to share and we begin to 
pray. And, and I, I think that's what this whole pandemic is about. Even though people are complaining about being in the house and being quarantined, I feel like God has given us this time to be still and get clarity. Yes. And this is the most clear that I've heard God. Like, this is the most that me and my husband has prayed together. This is the most, like, it's so many things that are happening. This is the most, I think, that we spend time as as a family where we're going family, true family things. And I think that God has a purpose. And so it's not about how many followers Jada Pinkett Smith has or whatever or what she's talking about, but our family's true pain and our true trauma. I think that what God spoke to me in February 2020 when he said, I want you to turn that pain into purpose. It was true. It was real. And he wanted us to share our stories. Like Keita said, we've been through so much. And I keep telling people like the things that could have broke us, that could have divided us, that could have separated us, that could have made us fight each other, that could have made us um, give up on life. There's so many things that we've went through through the years that could have canceled us out as a family that we've become stronger that we've become anytime we post one another people are like y'all are so amazing y'all so lit like people look forward to seeing us being posted right that they don't even understand the stuff that we that we didn't came through right and what i was sharing with scott i was telling him a lot of people i see a lot of people talk about whoa this about the pandemic and stuff. I told Scott, I said, you know what? I thank God for 2020. Because yeah, that's when you test your trials yeah. and your tribulations. James says it, that through those things is when it's patience. This is when the things that God want to bless you with, because he wants to see how you're going to handle. I think God wanted to truly and slow draw us down. closer. Slow it's, everybody yes, down. It's things that he wants us to see. Because we, as a society, we're constantly moving. Moving. You don't do family time. You gotta sit. It you was don't like, do anything. It was two sit things. still and acknowledge yeah, Right. Me. It was two things that. This the it best was, one, it was one thing it was saying, don't cancel the year. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't cancel the year that you thought was going to cancel you. Right. Like, God had a purpose for it. Right. And the other thing is the scripture. Yeah, if James. my people who will call by my name yes. will humble, will themselves. humble themselves, mm-hmm. I will heal the land, and that's and I feel like that's what God is doing. When yes. I when I watched that, I kept saying when I watched that verses with Kirk Franklin and Fred Hammond. Yes, when him. I saw those celebrities, mm-hmm. when I saw people like yes, there's because when you think about it, the celebrities because we always think about us, we know right. people. But when you seen the when you seen the celebrities stuck at home, they can't do nothing. Right. They can't do anything. They can't move. They can't run their business. They can't right. perform. They Finances can't do concerts. Shutting down because they can't do concerts. Everything is so happening. I, when that live happened, and I seen so many artists that we yes. love and we appreciate, um, Jesus, 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 yes. mm-hmm. and His name. And when you go back to the Tasha Cobb song, when it said, "There is power." In the name of yes. Jesus to break every chain. Yes. And when I saw Jesus, Jesus, Jesus in the com- in the comments, I said, "This is God's plan." Yes, because the difference that's is what he's about to, you that's will what hear he celebrities say, "I want to thank God." Yes, God. They were saying, but his when name. you say Jesus, that's the power. It's, it's breaking power. every chain, and yes. I, and I and I and that's why I say like, um, 
I feel like this season, I keep saying it's this. I, I keep me. saying this season is shifting us mm-hmm. into um, out of our comfort zone. It is, mm-hmm. and I kept listening to um, John. I tell you, I kept listening to um, Marvin Sapp's song "Comfort Zone." Mm-hmm. Say, God, um, it's taking me out of my comfort zone, taking me to those things I've never known. God, He's pushing me to do these things that I wasn't able to do. And I look at it, if y'all, I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all right now, because y'all, y'all might not see it because y'all don't follow her. My sister's business has been in, in business for years. Yes. In this season, Kita, your business has yeah. emphasized, like your business has multiplied. Like her business has multiplied. Um, I don't even, I didn't even consider myself a business. I was just like, oh, I'm just doing stuff. Yes. And your sister... Writing music. It's so much going. It's so much. Our family has become a family where we're um because as much as we got together as a family, I feel like now the when we get when we get together as a family, it's family love. It's family time. We appreciate it, and And it's a difference. Yeah, and even like with the um, like when I say you you set the example for your kids and trusted they watching. You know, like I said, my business sprouted on its own. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't go out seeking, I want to be a baker. I want to be right. arts and crafts. It just kind of happened. Now I watch both of my daughters like without their yes. not even yep. knowing entrepreneurship. Like my oldest daughter, she's doing hair. She's doing makeup. My youngest daughter, like she's taking the lash classes. She's doing they got nails. Plans. They got plans. And this and that. So they like, we need multiple streams of income, this and that. Yes. And I and I watched them, like I don't say much. I watched the hustle. Yeah. I watched them get up and make their appointments and go to work and yeah. invest in their business, this and that. And I'm like, wow, like you know, this is this is beyond what I grew up with. I didn't watch somebody right. being an entrepreneur. Yeah. But they they're watching me, even though I wasn't intentional about my business. Mm-hmm. They're watching me, and that kind of gave them the drive to like, hey, yeah, I'm going to school for nursing. Yeah, I'm going to school for an engineer. But I'm still gonna have I'm gonna have multiple streams of income. And I'm I, not just gonna fall yeah. back on that because I like doing this. So you know, this is my passion. I like braiding hair. I like and. And I'm just like, wow, mind blowing. Like it's it's nothing that I did intentional. Like I said, what God has for you has. is for you. I I didn't even know that they had those gifts within right. them. And that's what I thank God because I remember when y'all were coming up in church and y'all would go to dance classes and all this <laughs> stuff. Nikita never did the dance thing, but Nikita I did it once. You for did the it play. Once. And my main thing was. They'd be like, why you got us doing this? And I used to always tell them, because y'all have greatness in y'all. I learned that from Dr. Betty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dr. Betty will speak that you Try have greatness every, in you. Everything into you. And I was I like, I don't know it. what God going to use you for, but you have greatness in you. And now we're seeing the manifestation of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I see Nikita doing her business. You doing your business. I see Alicia doing her music. You remember we used to try to get Alicia to sing so long mm-hmm. and she would not do it. Now she's writing, she's doing her music and stuff. And then even Jada, she was a great cook. Jada always watched cooking shows. Mm-hmm. But I was like, God is just bringing it all back into manifestation. And I thank God because 
even though I said you, I my life is like I love the book of Esther and David because David was a man after God's own heart, mm -hmm. and I love Esther, and then I love the, the um the scripture of um Rahab mm -hmm. the prostitute. God used her. Yeah. So that's what made me say, you know, if God used her to save a a, a whole nation, yeah. I don't I don't have to be in the front line. I just want God's glory, and He's doing it through each and every one of y'all. That's why I said I thank God that y'all being used and continue to let Him use you all because God has a purpose for each and everything. But it's not what we're saying is about humbleness and to let people know that the same way god did this for me and my family he would do it for yours yeah if you surrender and then trust him so on that note we're gonna end it with what god has for you is for you that's a key point and the same god that made beyonce jay-z and whoever else you admire is the same god that made you amen and so um, fulfill your purpose, walk in your purpose, and believe that God can turn any story around for his glory and for his good. And remember that, honestly, at the end of the day, whatever happens, whatever goes on, God gets the glory at the end of the day. Amen. Ain't nobody else getting the glory. I don't Amen. care if you got a publicist. I don't care if you got a manager. I don't care if you got a, a associate. Whatever you got, a degree, whatever. God gets the glory at the end of the day. It's not about you. It's not about whoever helped you get there. It's God. That's yes. it. He the only one to manifest that thing. And also, we just want to thank y'all. We pray for y'all families. And um, we're going to continue to be transparent in our stories and continue to let God use us, as my mom said and my sister said. We love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning into another episode of Sincerely Kile. And we'll check y'all on the next episode. Talk to y'all later. Yeah.